This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. According to the gospel of Mark, these are the very first words that Jesus preached. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And so what is the gospel message? What is the good news? The good news is that God's forgiveness is for everyone. No exceptions. And God's forgiveness is made available to us and everyone through the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus. He gave his life so that we might have life. Not only eternal life, but even here and now, to have peace of mind and heart. The good news is that we can change our way of being. We are not necessarily stuck where we are. The good news is that we can find our true self, even after a disastrous failure or a series of failures. The good news is that Jesus will never leave us where we are. And so what is the key to the good news? Repentance. And the first step of repentance is for us to acknowledge that we are sinners. In many of the masses that we celebrate, the penitential rite, we confess to God and to one another that we have sinned. That's almost easy to do because we're doing it as a community. But when it comes to us as individuals, it's so very, very difficult to acknowledge that we have sinned. Difficult to look into a mirror Look at ourselves and acknowledge that we have sinned. We do almost anything to avoid it. Not even taking time to look at the mirror. And very often when we have sinned and in our heart of hearts, at the core of our being, we know we have. Most, myself included, will do anything even to the point of justifying what we did. There was some reason, good reason, that whatever happened, but we're not going to take responsibility. And so what we need to do is step back and acknowledge that we have sinned. To the extent we do not admit that we're sinners, that we're like those that Jesus spoke of in the gospel in another part. We spoke about not coming 
for the self-righteous, but he came for the sinners. The self-righteous never acknowledged they were sinners. And Jesus couldn't do anything with them. Indeed, if we don't acknowledge we sin, then we're not going to need the Lord. But the truth is we do need him. Think about this for a moment on a physical level. If we went through our entire lives thinking that we are healthy and well, when our heart of hearts we know that we're not, we know that there's something radically wrong and we do nothing about it, we don't go to a doctor, we don't go to a hospital, we don't have a test done, we don't take any treatments or medications, most probably we're going to die prematurely. And by way of analogy, the same is true if we don't acknowledge that we have sinned. And one of the ways we come to realize that we are sinners is that we pray for the wonderful gift of self-knowledge, where we ask God to reveal to us what it is in our life that's pulling us away from him, that we can identify those situations and pray for the grace to let it go, be set free, so that we might be forgiven. Lent, very often in the minds of many people, is a very gloomy season. But it really isn't, or at least it shouldn't be. It's really a special time in the liturgical year that the church provides for us this opportunity to come closer to God, to our true self, and to the community. That threefold relationship. And see where we are. Indeed, we should take time to reflect on where we are today here and now, in this church, where we're going to be later today, what we're going to be doing. To recognize that sometimes we move in directions that are not acceptable to God. And then to seek his forgiveness, sacramentally, going to confession, celebrating the sacrament of reconciliation, penance, It's one of the sacraments that's not used nearly enough. And so here at St. Francis, as our parishioners would know, we have an hour on Saturday afternoon, 4.15 to 5.15. We also have an opportunity to make an appointment by calling the rectory. And I always say when you call the rectory, you do not have to tell the secretary whoever answers the phone, why you're calling. Keep it very personal. Just ask for me. If you leave a message, leave it for me. And we can get together. And something that is, first time I think it's happening in many years, on March 14th, at seven o'clock in the evening, it's a Thursday night, We're going to be eight priests here at our parish, in our church, making themselves available 
to celebrate the sacrament. We're not going to have a penance service. It would be like coming to confession on a Saturday afternoon, meeting with the priest. Very important that our parishioners and friends, others, come at seven because the priest will remain until the last person has had the opportunity to celebrate the sacrament. A few weeks ago, I was invited to be part of the group of parishes that have been doing this. I've been helping them and now they want to come and help me, us at St. Francis. And so on three other evenings, I'm going to be at St. Ignatius, St. John's, and Our Lady of Grace. And we'll publish those places and times and dates. But for here, I encourage everyone no matter what their age, to avail themselves of this wonderful opportunity. We've been mentioning it, save the date in the parish bulletin. We will continue to advertise it. Wonderful opportunity to be reconciled to God, to ourself, and community, especially those we have hurt. So as we continue in this liturgy, in this First Sunday of Lent, the very beginning, let us consciously, intentionally make a decision to accept God's forgiveness.